Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red-letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker and Alex, and we watched Double Dragon on Parker's recommendation. And what? Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Way to go. Uh, Wait a second. <laughs> Have you... Start over. <laughs> okay, welcome to Real Deal No Sex Appeal, etc., etc. We watched Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, and uh, I mean, we all liked well. it. Holy and... shit. <laughs> Uh, have you guys ever played Double Dragon? Because I haven't. I didn't know it was a game until like an hour yeah, ago. Yeah, it's a video game. <laughs> I think it was in arcades in the NES. Uh, I believe I was... had friends when I was a kid. I... <laughs> Psych. Yeah. Must be nice. I, I looked it up. Apparently, this is like one of those uh, beat-em-up games. Uh, one of the... Kind of like Street Fighter, but you move around a bit, and you can just walk around, and your girlfriend gets kidnapped, and you have to rescue her, and you have to beat people up. My what? There is no medallion that transforms you into ninjas, and Robert Patrick's not in it. So we did watch the better version. Uh, before we get into how much we really, really, really liked it, Parker, do you have any news for us? So here's the thing. I had written down a couple things over the week. I have not gotten a lot of sleep. I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to talk about news. Let's just get through this. As I'm waiting for my good friends to sign on Skype, I open Twitter and see, at Jurassic World, they're back. Welcome to Jurassic World. Alan Grant, Ellie Sattler, and Ian Malcolm. Hashtag 2021. I don't think I like movies anymore, you guys. <laughs> I think I'm just fucking done with this. Oh, man. So The we're gang's doing back on. together. We can't just let anything die. <laughs> Jurassic Park was such a good movie, and then they were just you like, know, Chris, no one's ever really gone. That's a good point. Oh, not yeah, wrong. He's right. No one. Poor Sam Neill's gonna have to talk to CGI dinosaurs that aren't there. <laughs> fucking kill me. I don't want this. I hate that we're gonna see it opening weekend so badly. <laughs> 2021 what's the fucking look i I just so you know i will not be seeing an opening weekend of my own volition but you two will definitely force me oh yeah of course that's just (laughs) i don't want people getting their wires crossed and thinking i'm excited for yet another miserable dinosaur it's like sitting in that theater and seeing that birds of prey thing and being like boy i sure hate (laughs) that i'm going to see this opening weekend surrounded by the worst people why does she talk like that? Fantabulous. No, I don't want to see Birds of Prey with the people who would see Birds of Prey on <laughs> <every> weekend. <laughs> and yet. Oh, jeez. Is that all for this? Yeah, it's... That just crushed all spirit I had in me. Okay. How can that be all for news? We got him, guys. The Cheeto Man is down! <laughs> Uh, yes, the star of Home Alone 2 in New York, uh, and Ghosts Can't Do It, um, has, uh, they're moving forward with impeachment on him, so we'll see if, uh, there's any sort of conviction or whatever. Apparently, he's got an ace up his sleeve, much like the Joker, which we'll be saying as well. You tell me this guy thinks crime is funny, and he dresses like a clown? Who does this Joker think he- Hey. Oh my god, Chief, get in here. (laughs) 
My god, there's going to be so many shootings now. <sighs> okay. Down is a topsy-turvy <laughs> world. Okay, uh, do we have any jerks of the week? Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. My jerk of the week is Alex for not respecting the PFF decision of the week <laughs> by one John Harbaugh of the Baltimore Ravens. Alex, <laughs> Alex, how do you I mean, feel about Oh, this football? ties perfectly in hand with my jerk of the week, who is, of course, John Harville. <laughs> Some contention here. I just... I don't enjoy football. I... I don't enjoy Welcome. things. It's... It takes a lot for me to be sitting there watching my favorite team playing one of their 17 football games a year. Yes, of course, I'm including the inevitable week one of the playoffs loss. <laughs> and just actively rooting for them to lose because I want people to feel bad about the decisions they've made. It hurts. It hurts my soul. I just... I mean, I'll be watching again next week, of course, because, like, I'm a glutton for punishment, but Jesus Little Christ. Piggies. Waking up after those football games and seeing the internet going, well, actually, it was smart to go for two down 11. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, no. It's not like they have a good kicker. No. Though. Yeah, it's it's not like we have the greatest kicker in the history of the National Football League. Well, actually, speaking of, <laughs> I think I mentioned this in Discord, but when it was the anniversary of that Tory Smith game, and someone posted highlights, you know, the one after his brother died, yeah. and they say rookie kicker Justin Tucker, and I just felt my soul <laughs> leave me. I just kind of lay down for a bit, stared at the oh, ceiling. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, remember we are that video? all so close to dying. Remember that video of Justin Tucker singing in that church or whatever? Holy shit, that man could sing me to sleep. Anyway, my jerk of the week is Parker for recommending Double Dragon. So we move on to... <laughs> no <my> choice! <laughs> we, what? So we move on to when keeping it woke goes wrong. Now, my uh, my honorable it's mention... It's still a thing, huh? Yeah, I, just for me, I guess. Uh, my honorable mention, uh, runner-up, is that communist on Twitter who said that all units of measurement should be banned because they're ableist or some dumb shit or whatever. Which I, I just kind of laughed at or something. But, uh, it's actually ableist to not measure from the base. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> uh, you have to include both walls when you measure. Anyway, uh, there's also, something that even if they're above the dick, uh, there's something that happened in <laughs> Iowa. That's your initial shock. Something happened in Iowa. There's apparently this kid, uh, I guess Carson King or something like that. He uh, raised a whole bunch of money through Anheuser Busch, a beer company, for a children's hospital or something. I think he raised like a million dollars. That's a feel-good story, raising money for kids in hospitals. Uh, the Des Moines Register went through his old tweets and what they call a routine background check and found tweets back in 2011 where he said something racist. I don't know. I, I didn't go back that far to read anyone's tweets. Uh, so he got canceled and Anheuser-Busch is no longer matching donations. So the kids are fucked. Uh, <laughs> and he apologized. But then other people got wind of the guy who did the routine background check. They went back through all of his tweets Oh no, he said some racist stuff, some homophobic stuff, so he is also cancelled. So, uh, the, the main lesson here is, if you're a kid, don't get sick. If I'm ever asked by someone, hey, so we found this post from 2011, <laughs> I'm immediately biting down on the capsule in my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking out of here, because I know it's not good. Well, it's a good thing none of us have anything to exactly. worry about. Exactly. Know. Oh, every waking night, just wake up in a cold sweat. Like, oh, fuck, they found it. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. It says here in 2006, you claimed that the Native Americans deserved it. <laughs> now, was your gamer tag... Oh, he broke his own neck. All right. <laughs> 
imagine just like being in the gym and you get on the treadmill. Okay, never mind. If you're Parker, you're doing curls. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you look different analogy. You look buddy. up at the screen and it's showing like CNN, and the guy mouths the words "end of the inter dot net," and you're like, "What? Oh, no, that my. can't be." And then like the I am running like, off the later. treadmill. <laughs> I am crisp and walling myself with the nearest equipment. <laughs> hey, can I spot you real quick? And just I'm out. <laughs> Just drop 500 pounds of bench press on your skull immediately. <laughs> hey, sick, load that bar up. <laughs> That's fine, man. I got this, I got this. Ah! <laughs> the last thing you see in your mind's eye is hard five. Oh, Jesus. That's how I planned to That was go the out. deepest pull. Okay, uh, let's, let's talk about what we watched recently. Uh, boy, I actually have some pretty good ones. I'll start with uh, the spiral staircase. That makes one of us. Yeah, you know, actually, <laughs> these are ones are not just good for me, but I think you guys will be somewhat interested in them at the least. I watched the spiral staircase. It's a it's an old black and white movie, and it's actually got a really interesting story. Uh, it came out in 1945, though, so no one cares. Uh, we'll move on to actually, Parker. I think I I, I really think you're going to like this one. It's called Incubus. Have you ever heard of this movie? I'll just let Alex beat me to the banjo. I I can't remember which song. Guitar Hero Three. Pardon me, Parker. I can't come up with anything. Oh, damn oh, it. All right, we'll we'll work on it. Anyway, Incubus. <laughs> <laughs> Incubus uh, is a black and white movie in a foreign language from 1966. Stay with me. Okay. It's got William. I'm just waiting to hear about the stairs movie, so I can say I told you about stairs, bro. <laughs> can't just do this. Yeah, to I me. had to. I had to do it quickly. Sorry. It's actually got William Shatner in it, and it's I think a year before. Losing me. No, I, it, You're losing hold me. Up, hold on. I think it came out like a year before Star Trek or something, and the whole movie's in Esperanto, and it works perfectly. This movie's actually. Why don't they come to their senses? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This movie's actually really good. I think Parker would like this movie. It's on the horror list, so it's got that going for it. So if you don't give up at some point, you maybe will watch it. I Honestly, I think it's pretty good. Uh, I recommend Incubus. Uh, then I watched Death in Venice, a movie for pedophiles. Then I watched Boat Not going to say anything it's relevant to our previous conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Then I watch uh, Beau Travail, which means uh, good work or good job. Uh, French movie that sucks. It's about people doing the same thing over and over again. I hate this movie. Why does why does everyone like this movie? Apparently, this is the movie like that made Greta Gerwig go into filmmaking. I think she watches movie in the theaters. It's just like, wow, even I could do better than this. And then she made uh, Lady Bird. So, yeah. Well, she was yeah. right. She was right, yeah. Um, a couple other ones here that aren't very interesting. I watched Going My Way, uh, which stars Bing Crosby. And as it stars, stars our friend Joel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bing Crosby, as it turns out, when he's not beating his uh, kids or dressing up in blackface, he does really well as a Catholic priest. So uh, this movie is a whole ah. lot of fun. <laughs> uh, actually, I think... I, you wouldn't think those things would go hand in yeah. hand. <laughs> it turns out going my way is... I think my biggest problem is it's a little too saccharine. Every once in a while, the characters can be really insulting to each other, but everyone's just got this sick smile on their face like they're freaky Fred the Barber. So, uh... I do hate seeing Happy. Yeah, I, I know. I'm going to watch the sequel, though. Anyway, the next one... Okay, have you guys actually seen the movie Leatherheads? Is that the the George? Clooney? Yeah, that's exactly. No one's actually no. watched that movie. That movie's not real. Exactly. Everyone's just seen the poster. I finally, years pass. It's been eleven years since this fucking thing came out. I'm like, 
I'm going to download and watch this and see if it actually exists. You, you would believe it. This is a real movie. John Krasinski's in it. And Why? Renee Selwiger. <laughs> Talk me through okay. this. Who the fuck? Okay. I actually... It's Renee Selwiger. <laughs> so, here's the reason that I watched it. I, I've actually been really interested in, like, old school football history. I've been, like, psychotically interested in this ever since, like, middle school. Like, all the old players, Red Grange, uh, Bronco Nagurski, stuff like that. I, I don't know. I, I, I just really like that. And I was like... When they, when I heard they made a movie about this, I'm like, oh, oh, George Clooney's in it. Oh, never mind. Uh, as it turns out, George Clooney's actually kind of a good actor. Hot take, but uh, just well, I'll put that one in my back pocket. I think it's uh, I'm going to stick with it. The movie is not that bad, actually. Uh, John Krasinski is very clearly in the midst of filming The Office, which is a TV show. Park, you should check it out. And uh, huh. it's he is at one point really, really strongly overacting. He has not learned any sort of subtlety yet, and uh, but it's still kind of fun to watch. George Clooney does a really good job. Renee Zellweger is okay, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, it's got whoever the guy is that plays Bill Dotrieff, uh, Stephen Root. He's in it. I love him. Uh, I love him in everything. It's it's sort of like a screwball comedy, but it's sort of weird because screwball comedies sort of came about in like the 1930s and 1940s, but the movie takes place in like 1912. So it's kind of hard to mesh it with her, but I wouldn't want to watch a silent movie about... Actually, probably wouldn't want to watch a silent movie about old school football. Anyway. Uh, Didn't hear any black people in that cast. That's weird. Actually, yeah, that's the weird thing is there is one black person on the team. And if you know anything about the history of football, it's like, oh, oh well, actually, technically, uh, <laughs> uh, it's... Typical liberal Hollywood again, <laughs> cramming their message down our throats with <laughs> one black football player. <laughs> It's actually, I, I think it's really not that bad of a movie. Uh, I don't know if I'd recommend it to you guys, but I, I liked it. I, I had a good time. All right, which is better? Is it better than draft day? God damn it! <laughs> Son of a bitch! Why wait, are our that brains what you were going for too? Of course it was. Wait, wait. Why are our brains so? Broken? Wait, you said leatherheads or what? Draft day. Draft <laughs> leatherheads is way better. Come on. I actually had a real good time with Leatherhead's words with Draft Day. I was laughing at the movie rather than with it. Oh, I still need to make Josh watch Draft Day. He'll <laughs> love it. Did I wait? Did I ever explain to you the final draft that they go through? Because it's it's really hard for me to like even remember what it was. It was just completely absurd. <laughs> sure, you watched Draft Day. All right. Um, the next one I watched is. And I, I don't I don't know if I speak from any sort of credibility on this sort of thing because I don't really watch television, but I watched what I think is the best show that's currently airing on any of the streaming services, uh, The Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance. Go ahead and make your Orange Man, Cheeto Man, impeachment, etc. jokes now because luckily the show does not make any sort of reference to an Orange Man, so I don't know who's bad. Uh, this is based, obviously, on the movie The Dark Crystal, which came out in 1982, which I love. Uh, Parker, did you ever see The Dark Crystal? I can't remember. Nope. Okay, that's now it's okay if you haven't seen it, uh, because the show is actually a prequel, and uh, I I love the show. This is this is great. It's not perfect. There's there's at least a couple lines where I'm like, oh, I guess they're sort of skewing it towards kids because they explain something that happens visually, which isn't like ideal, but 
otherwise, it still works. The puppets are incredible. The story's really good. The music's really good. The performances are fantastic. Andy Samberg cracks me up in this, as he cracks me up in everything he does. Simon Pegg does a pitch perfect impression of his character that was in the original movie uh who else is in it mark hamill does a great job as always and they even got who's a character who's a, who's the actress who plays misandry in game of thrones i don't know uh it, yeah. <laughs> that's a, actually I'll, I'll make a game of thrones uh comparison here as i only ever watched that one episode of game of thrones and i didn't like it and alex i know you really like game of thrones but i think the dark crystal's a lot better uh I don't know for sure. Game of Thrones certainly didn't have enough puppets. So. <laughs> I I really, really, really like this show. And I liked it so much. Do they, do they have the, the, the old guy puppet that makes the funny voice? What? Or the, the, the puppet that does the prank calls? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. Oh, my favorite Dark Crystal character. Jalapeno on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, okay, actually, this is made by the Jim Henson Company. And this is a really nice contrast with the Happy Time Murders. Thanks so much, you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he made you yeah. watch that. Uh, the Happy Time Murders was perhaps the saddest movie I'd ever seen because it reminded me of Eight Crazy Nights, and it's like this is a really good studio that's making a genuinely awful product because they're so desperate for money. But here they came along and just like let's just make something that our original creator really had in mind. He's got his children working on it, and there's so much that's like going into it, and it's so beautiful. I don't I don't know if I've ever seen a product that's made me like this happy while watching it. I recommend it to absolutely everything. Drop what you're doing. Watch the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. I liked it so much that I watched the documentary that's also on Netflix, The Crystal Calls: Making the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. It was really good, but the problem is it's only 90 minutes. I'm used to longer documentaries about things that I watch. Uh I, again, sorry, so little of your time was wasted. Yeah. Uh, then, <laughs> then I then I went to the movie theaters. Uh, they were showing a sneak preview of Jenny Tartakovsky's Primal, which is coming out to Adult Swim soon. Uh, have you guys heard of Primal yet? I have. Yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah, very excited. Yeah, same guy who made Samurai Jack, uh, Dexter's Lab, and uh, Hotel Transylvania. And uh, this show's actually oh, one for three. <laughs> Uh, this this show is actually, as far as I can tell, really good. Primal is a very good name for it because the animation is sort of raw, very sketchy in a way that I like. I could, it almost feels like Jenny Tarkovsky drew all the drawings himself. It's brutal at times. This is very much not for kids, much like the haunted world of El Super Bisto. Uh, it's, God. <laughs> uh, I, I got to see the first four episodes and I really liked it. There's it's It's so simplistic and yet... With its simplicity, it tells a story better than anything else where you put in like a whole bunch of like lines and stupid drawings that don't add up to anything. This works just great the way that it is, so I highly recommend it. And then, this one, Parker, this one I think should wake you up a little bit. Have you guys heard of a movie called The Fanatic? I sure have. Oh, God damn it. Oh. You watched it without me? Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh... The only reason that I watched this without telling you guys is I was worried that we would choose this for a future episode. And I kind of don't want to do that because everyone else has done it. This is the latest meme movie right up there with Gotti, uh, which also stars John Travolta. <laughs> Directed by Fred Durst 
And uh, it's basically, how, how do I put it? It's Taxi Driver meets Forrest Gump meets The King of Comedy meets that new Joker movie that I haven't even seen yet, but I probably know how it's going to go. Meets the episode of Hey Arnold where uh, Eugene meets that action star that he thinks is really cool that realizes he's nothing more than an action star, nothing more than an actor. He starts wearing like a leather jacket and stuff like that. It's really stupid. Uh, so it's all of those rolled into one for yeah, five. It's all those rolled in together. <laughs> Uh, now, if you guys have seen the trailer, I don't know if you have. Uh, I watched a whole ninety minutes of this. I'm not quite sure what John Travolta is doing in this. <laughs> I have some guesses. Yeah, it's a couple words I'm not allowed to say on here to describe his performance. Uh, it also it's exceptional. Yeah, that's yeah, very exceptional. Uh, <laughs> this also stars as the celebrity that he's stalking, none other than Devin Sawa. You'd love to see it. Do you, <laughs> as if it couldn't be any more possibly on the nose than this. Uh, it turns out that uh, uh, in this movie, John Travolta is a mentally handicapped horror fan. Uh, Present. Yeah. Redundant. <laughs> okay. Jeez, I don't know which one of those is better. <laughs> cross all these off my list here. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's got his own horror shirt and everything like that. and present alex i mean parker you you should probably watch this <laughs> but i'd live it buddy <laughs> you can live your dreams this movie is not good at all uh, i think a lot of people have been looking at this as like the newest meme movie because oh he pretends to be a mentally handicapped person he's not very good at it that's Pretends. not really the problem with the movie I, his performance as a mentally handicapped person is for the most part, okay. There's definitely some problems with it because you can tell there's parts where they told him, yeah, just improvise. Get outside that old box there. Just, uh, you know, play with the surroundings. And boy, John Travolta's not as good a, of an actor as he thinks he is. I'm going to steal one from Red Letter Media. John Travolta is the Nicolas Cage of actors. <laughs> I think maybe he still crossed over out. from Face Off. Uh, it's... Definitely not a good movie, mostly because of the way that it's set up. In a really good movie, like The King of Comedy, it's set up in such a way that uh, you you feel sympathy for really both characters, which is more than I would ask for. Just give me sympathy for one character, and I'll be there with you. That's why The Intruder isn't really a disaster. It's not a good movie, but like I like uh, Steph Curry in that movie. Uh, whereas in this movie, I hate both characters. Both Devin Sawa and John Travolta are such awful people. Like, you can't possibly stand either way. They're just evil people, really. So, uh, I, it's a borderline recommendation in a sort of a good, bad sort of way. I just think it's a little bit too insulting for me. So, uh, alright, that's it for me. Uh, I finished with a meme movie that I paid $5 to watch <laughs> streaming. Alex, what did you watch? First of all, just to just to get out of the way, Suburban Sasquatch will be reported on in the next episode because uh, your boy has been very, very sleepy, That's fair. very, very, uh, very, very overworked these, these past few weeks. I hope days. you feel better. I've only got one thing to talk about. Let's talk about a movie that holds up exceptionally well called Borat. Oh, oh man, here that's we go. good to hear. That makes me happy. <laughs> Dude, Borat is so fucking good. What's your favorite part? <laughs> It's so hard to pick. <laughs> like, my brain defaults to the part that made me laugh the hardest when I was, what, like, 16 when that came out, which is, of course, them running naked through the hotel conference. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> it's, like, 
that movie should not work as well as it does. And yet, like, somehow everything, like, no matter how fucking stupid and insensitive it is, just gets me. Like, there was... There's something to be said about a movie like that that I feel like they haven't really made another comedy in that ilk. I mean, other than the other Sasha Baron Cohen movies that are not good. So we're not doing Bruno next I've week? I've only seen the one. I saw Bruno and that's it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. I saw I like Bruno Borat. Too. I was like, why would yeah. you made another like, one? Oh, it's just going to be Borat too. And then, I mean, I did get to see people walk out of a movie theater. They paid... Yeah, out of a movie they paid to see when there was a spinning dick on screen, so I got that value out of it at least. Like, imagine getting crazed by meat spin me. in a theater. That's it's so good. Dude. Maybe that movie's actually such a good, good gag. <laughs> Maybe I need to revisit that. Oh, I remember there... is that, and then Mr. McGordon was Vanderbilt Emporium. <laughs> I, I I remember those things, and I also remember Ron Paul just being in the movie. <laughs> For all right, maybe while. Bruno's actually good, guys. We might have missed all right, the movie. All right, yeah. You know what? I'm going to rewatch Bruno and figure this out. Uh, we have canceled ourselves. I'm sorry. <laughs> now skip. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm, I was really glad to find that Borat held up even when I was not intoxicated in any way. There so, you go. Props oh, to that. Even better. Parker, you, you, can, you can go ahead. I will hopefully have more for you guys so next time. Borat. Yeah. You know what? Let me just do it two here oh god no my notes closed <laughs> son of a bitch stall for time stall for time stall oh, for time geez. oh god so this oh, suit is black da, 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 da. <laughs> haha very nice my wife <laughs> it, it never gets old saying that in that voice by the way just so you know all right i will give you two trash movies i watched one a trash horror movie and one a trash action movie now, speaking of mental illness, so sometimes you watch shitty horror movies on the Stars app because you use your parents' cable login, and then your recommendations are just a nightmare. So you scroll through and see, what the fuck is Dr. Giggles? And you click on it and read, his surgeon father was killed by a lynch mob who didn't understand why he took the hearts of seven people. <laughs> and then you hit play, because why wouldn't you? Of course. You? <laughs> <laughs> So, a little background on this movie. Uh, this guy only made a couple features. The last movie he made after this was Xenon, the sequel for the Disney Channel. So, <laughs> the everything is going great. Uh, the main character is a character actor who's done a lot of things. But more importantly, just keep this in the back of your mind, is the voice of Pops from Johnny Bravo. So, just keep that in your head. <laughs> this dude is just this big tall fat like just fits in a doorway like Nosferatu but like a real doorway and he works at a just diner a, yeah I know yes and he gives our friend Johnny life advice <laughs> his name is Dr. Giggles because he's a crazy person and he giggles a lot this movie is 90 minutes of murdering people with scalpels and making puns about doctors <laughs> <laughs> it sucks ass, but also is incredibly good. Fuck. <laughs> it is fucking terrible. Like, this is the first part of the plot summary on Wikipedia here. The patience of Doctor Who Gives a Shit kept disappearing. After some investigation, the citizens found that he and his son, nicknamed Doctor Giggles, were ripping out patients' hearts in an attempt to bring back the doctor's dead wife. The townspeople stoned him to death, but the son disappears. 
That's the entire backstory for this killer. A fat man who giggles and kills like 20 people. There's a Wilhelm scream in the first five minutes. Thank God. It is... Let me put it to you this way. The movie ends with, of course, our final girl vanquishes our villain. He gets stabbed. Looks into the camera. Lingers for a second and says... Is there a doctor in the house? And then dies. <laughs> it is so good. Strong recommend. Now, after that, I watched The Punisher, starring Dolph Lundgren. Hell yeah. How did I go my entire life without knowing there's a movie where Dolph Lundgren just lives in the sewer like a Ninja Turtle and then fights crime? I, I didn't know you liked 80s movies so much. <laughs> I didn't either. Because as I'm watching this unfold, like, there's no, like, like the cold open is just him murdering mobsters, and then he apparently dies in an explosion. So everyone thinks he's dead, so he just goes around murdering mobsters, and then the Yakuza show up and go, hey, you guys are weak, we're taking over now. Which culminates in a scene in which a drug deal on the docks is happening, and then ninjas in scuba outfits board the boat and murder everyone. This movie has Dolph Lundgren killing so many ninjas. There are several sword fights. It is so fucking good. I could not believe that not only this exists, but it has existed for three decades and no one told me, hey, you should watch this. It's a personal betrayal that I've never felt before. Like, there's a ceiling, like, just 30 minutes in where he's like, ah, oh, I gotta teach them a lesson. And he just drops in the casino through the ceiling and with machine gun and grenade launcher blows up every single machine and table in there in, like, 10 minutes. It's just grenade after grenade after grenade after grenade. It's real good. The emotional core of this movie is Dolph Lundgren getting on his knees and telling a child to shoot him in the head. It's really good. Nice. Two for two on strong recommends this week. <laughs> I don't even know if it got released in America. I truly don't. That production <laughs> companies I've never heard of before. And Dolph Lundgren with dyed black hair is a choice. I don't know what <laughs> accent he's doing, but I wish he would do it more. <laughs> Who wants to talk about whatever the fuck Double Dragon is? Okay. Alright. I'll... <laughs> I guess we'll we'll have to do it. I'll do the heavy lifting, despite the fact that you decided that this would be the movie we'd watch. Okay. So. Look, it was between this and Power Rangers, and I'm not certain that they aren't the same thing. This is <laughs> well, the most... Then. Hey, kids like Power Rangers, right? Well, do they? They're not a kid. There are so many there choices are in this movie. There are so many front flips, so many can, puns can and high fives. And silly monsters. Okay, can we can we start with actually? I, I want to make one more note about the uh, about the fanatic. The fanatic begins with a quote. I'm not going to do the the bright can wheel one thing. It's it's uh, it starts with a quote from one of the main. I don't characters. believe you. So it's a fictional character. That's the problem with the bright can wheel to one thing. You're quoting a fictional character. Anyway, I, I, I say that because there is uh, there is some text on the bottom of the screen as soon as the movie starts. It says somewhere in China. 
Why put somewhere oh, good. in? You noted that. Too. Why didn't you just say China? We would have believed you. You know, the tiny island nation of China. Just... <laughs> wherever we are. This is China. Do you don't need to put somewhere in China? That's like putting it somewhere in Los Angeles. Just like, yeah, I know. It's it's right there. It's okay. That scene starts happening. I'm like, oh, is this a flashback? And then I realize, oh. All right, sure. Why not? So it looks like this is a movie that's sort of. Uh, I don't remember what year. I think it was 1992. So it's somehow before Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, two better movies. Okay. Uh, so it had to take its inspiration from somewhere else. I think this movie took inspiration from uh, <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers movie. You know, that really good video game movie. Because This is the most big trouble little China-ass movie That's I've seen exactly what I had in my notes. What, like, the first thing I wrote down was Big Trouble in Little China, but get this, it's for kids. Like, <laughs> like this movie that tanks, like, yeah, let's steal that. Kids love Kurt Russell in Chinese mysticism. it's more mysticism. like Big Trouble in Little China, but get this, it sucks ass. So, Correct. <laughs> uh, again, the original video game was just like... Uh, you know, a girl gets punched in the gut and she gets carried off by some big, mean, bad guy. And then, like, the two guys, Billy and Jimmy, they have to go rescue her. That's it. It's just, it's basically like a Streets of Rage or something. This, no, there's so a... So there, there were no sewer monsters and Chinese myth dragons? No, there was, uh, no, there's... <laughs> <laughs> there's no Dragonite, there's no Gyarados, there's nothing. Uh, you cannot pull 10 Pokemon. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You don't know shit about Pokemon. Uh, no, there's no medallion that breaks it in two like the Wonder Twins. Uh, there's no Dominatrix Barbie. Uh, this It looks honestly like this movie has more in common with like Tekken 2 than Double Dragon. There's... I, it does have Paul Phoenix. Yep. So. Hey, oh, God, let's you talk. are not wrong. Let's talk about... Perhaps the greatest appearance, uh, one, two, three, third the greatest appearance. Guttural by... noise that left my body when Robert Patrick appears. <laughs> I think it has to be like the fourth best appearance for Robert Patrick. This is somehow, obviously, number one is Terminator 2. Number two is his appearance for three seconds in uh, Wayne's World. <laughs> Wayne's World. Correct. <laughs> number three is his appearance for one second in, uh, what's that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie we watched that we didn't really like very much? Uh, you have to narrow that down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he has a he has a cameo role. It's a it's a cop movie. Oh, again. Shit, I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> He's in the movie for like one second. It's it's not worth remembering. Uh, if this is four, then number five is the football coach and the faculty. I was about that to say that. Yes. yells at kids and then becomes a monster. I have not seen the faculty. I'll, I'll have to change at some point. Jeez. You would love the faculty. Boy, October is just right around the corner, yeah, huh? Yes. Uh, okay, so Robert Patrick is, uh, he's got this hair that's like vanilla ice and Paul Phoenix combined. This is, I guess, released at a time where that sort of hair would be cool. Uh, I would not know. I've never had cool hair before. But I could pull it off, right, Parker? Yeah, man. Yeah, Whatever yeah, you set your mind to. Definitely do. You have dumb guy energy. You're fine. I certainly do. I could just do that with like the sunglasses and the voice and everything. It's you know it's weird. He's coming off Terminator Two. It's like that's a standout performance. Everyone's like, boy, remember him in Terminator Two? Turns out, uh, not quite so much made out for all these other roles. Uh, wow, the biggest movie ever. Yeah, just paint that goatee on my face. <laughs> this looks good, right, guys? <laughs> the realization that only the top half of his hair was dyed <laughs> made me scream. 
<laughs> he's got that. He's got the jacket that looks like the fucking Nathan for you jacket that goes down to his ankles, and the medallion is so long that like the bottom's always out of frame, so it just looks like he's wearing a giant gold chain the entire movie. It's so good. I mean, there's frosted tips, and then there's this. This. <laughs> I, I mean, this this makes Rughead look like he has functional hair. Rest in peace. What pour one out for Rughead? What does, what I, does I, functional I, hair mean? I, sometimes you just can't find the word you're looking for, and that's what comes out. Don't worry about it. It's a function. Looks like you went Super Saiyan. Let's not shit a shitter here. <laughs> I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought up the the medallion looking like a gold chain thing because there are at least three close ups in this movie of him unzipping his jacket down further to reveal the medallion. <laughs> every time I laugh, it's so cool because I would a thousand percent do that. What are you wearing? <laughs> oh, you mean this? My half pendant of life. Cowards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, we go to actually. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kid you here, Parker. You've seen Turbo Power Rangers movie, right? It has been a long time. I have absolutely. I have seen it as well, and I remember that began much the same way this movie begins with a martial arts competition with uh, two shitty martial artists that we're supposed to sympathize with. Turns out these I don't know if they're brothers or or what. I think they're an old married couple. Uh, they are really bad at martial arts, and they get disqualified for nugging. Now, Parker, you took a fake martial art. Is nugging really verboten? I mean, you're not going to get any points that way, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out you can't just jump on someone's back and give them a big old noogie. <laughs> it's cool, because this is our main character, who intentionally gets himself disqualified. Because he wanted to I'm have some fun. That- I'm assuming his brother's like, hey, thanks for fucking nothing, man. And then he has an urge to be like, what are you mad at me for, dude? <laughs> you gotta have the sick. eye of the tiger. Only 85 more minutes of these guys. Uh, actually, that wasn't what I was focusing on in this scene. I was focusing on, like, there's an earthquake. I'm like, oh, okay, that's not a big deal, you know. Then it cuts to, like, a midget who runs over and operates a jack to, like, hold up the pillar that supports the ceiling. <laughs> the oh, thank God y'all saw that, too. I thought I fell asleep. <laughs> It's I thought I imagined it, that. Oh, thank God. The first five minutes of this movie, when you don't know what, you, what you're in for, are absolutely perplexing. Yes. Like, like, just like the mishmash of things that are happening. You have a voiceover from... about a magic medallion. You've got a bunch of monks who had their tongues cut out being murdered. <laughs> and then you have a karate competition with the guy getting a nookie. And then the karate competition ends, and we're just in Mad Max. Uh, sort of. They're they're in Mad Max, but they get to drive. It's a combination between the DeLorean from Back to the Future and the Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters. Thank, okay. Again, I thought I was going crazy. Like, that's the Ecto-1, right? Like, that's exactly the Ghostbusters yeah. car. Now, be- what the fuck is this movie? Now, it's 1994. Now, before this, before this, we get, like, those... those like interstitial cutaways to like it, it almost feels like a Paul Verhoeven movie because it's like look what's on TV because uh, they have oh Vanna White on TV boy and Andy they Dick. gave up on this halfway into the movie <laughs> they're reporting <laughs> yes. on Tom Arnold and Madonna that's yeah. fun for the parents Tom in the Arnold, crowd Tom Arnold friend of the show he's gonna be on here to, to, <laughs> yes. to discuss close personal <laughs> oh my god <laughs> now um uh, 
And do you guys, because the city that they live in is called Jack City, which Loaf has never been to, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, so you're right. It is very much like uh, Mad Max because these are just leftover turnballs that they have. Uh, just shaking their fingers at them at one point. They're driving around and they go, they literally shake their fingers going boodly, boodly, boodly. Uh, because they're out past curfew, which I think is 6 p.m., which is wild to me. <laughs> This gang is so fucking gay. I have to do karate competition. But this gang is gay. They want my medallion. Oh, man. So uh, they don't want to pay 50 bucks to the to the tolls roll. And they drive away. <laughs> You're not wrong. I forgot about that. Um, his name is Bo Abobo. Uh, someone wrote those words down and was just like, yeah, that's good enough. Whatever. That sounds like a Dragon Ball Z character. Just yeah, it sounds like... Oh, that's like the final... Is that the blackface dude on Kami's no. Lookout? <laughs> no, that's like the fourth evolution. Is Mr. Popo canceled? Um, yes. yes. As the Prime Minister of Canada, he is canceled. Uh, <laughs> it's very problematic. Bo Bobo is the final ev- evolution of Bippity Boppity and Boo. So... This brings I up mean, an important question. Can you now go in blackface for Halloween and say that you're going as Justin Trudeau? Is that now acceptable? I think so. <laughs> I think the irony almost overrides the racism, but I'm not going to be the one to test oh, it. Ooh, yeah. I feel like I live in Texas like, hey guys, I'm Canadian Prime so... Minister. <laughs> <laughs> good, right? Halloween party in blackface now would be such a power move. So, Alex, do we get any... I said costume party. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> so much work into my love guru costume you know i'm you know i'm passionate about costumes come on park i mean alex you know absolutely alex you know that we get like uh bonus hours of content if we complete a physical challenge right i i will give you any 10 movies of your choice for me to watch <laughs> if i just show up at a party in black <laughs> If you guys ever like, see Master of Disguise? If there's, if there's social media evidence of you just showing up to a Halloween party in blackface in 2019, <laughs> it has to, take all the it hours has to you be want, the man. Name tag that says I'm Justin Trudeau on there. Like, hi, my name is Justin yeah. Trudeau. It's actually not no, racist. No, you just show up in blackface with like a Canadian lapel, Canadian flag lapel pin, and just wait for people to figure it out. It's actually social oh my commentary. God, that's Chris, You're I swear to God, if you cut any of this, I'm never. No, gonna I'm not. You. I'm not going to cut any of this. However, this means we're not going to get high for snl uh anyway so they have to <laughs> you hate to yeah. see it and here i thought we were yeah oh, you hate to see snl indeed anyway so they drive away from bo abobo who can apparently bench press 800 pounds uh i i, I wonder why they pause before they say eight and then hundred uh it's like chris you've been into a gym before is that a lot yeah yeah okay. just just saying. anyway um so they're running away from this guy, and uh, they're like, oh, I've got a really good idea. We'll just... First of all, they dump trash into their car to make it go faster. That's stupid. Then they take, like... This movie has a lot of ideas <laughs> in the first, like, 25 minutes. They're not good ideas, but they are ideas. So You know, an idea is an idea. Yeah. It's something. So they... It's something I hadn't seen before. I'll give no, it that much. So they much. take the map that someone put cheese whiz on or something like that, and they, they throw it behind him, like, oh, we'll put it on the windshield, then he won't be able to see then the guy's like, oh, I've got a brilliant plan. And he uses an electronic, like, representation of the road to drive. And I'm like, wow, that's a really neat idea. What if you just, like, roll down the window, like, use your hand, and you take the map off the windshield, and you can just drive normally? Or, I don't know, use your windshield wiper? 
But then you don't get the lawnmower man graphics. Oh, bring back the lawnmower. And then what do we do? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, this movie was made too early because this whole forty-five minute chase scene is just. <laughs> begging for Dragula to be playing. Yeah. Oh, it's a real disappointment. I, I did like personally. the song that they were playing. Like, what is this industrial butt metal? So, after <clears throat> 1994 I'm... industrial rock is something so else. So, I downloaded the soundtrack and then I went to their little clubhouse secret. What? No, I didn't. I Are you okay? <laughs> I didn't do that. I wanted to. Though. Uh, this is going to be playing in my car for the rest yeah, of the year. No, that's the Idle Hand soundtrack. Come on. Uh, so, Parker, you know how much you and I like 90s basements? What about 90s clubhouses? Because... Oh, you know I'm passionate about this, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, oh my goodness. I want to live in an abandoned theater with all this... Just They just have a bunch of shit around. Remember Discovery Zone? Well, they got Discovery Zone. Oh my god. So, uh, I, I have to admit I like all that. Uh, <laughs> I did not know that, like, first of all, th- this movie also has... We haven't mentioned her yet. Julia Nixon, who I actually really like as an actress. She was in Rambo 2 and uh, Sidekicks. Well, uh, and also this. As the kids say, you <laughs> well, hate to see. Yeah. It. Anyway, that's certainly a career. Well, is it anyway? Uh, she's at this, and she opens up the door as they're practicing karate. Not very well. They keep dropping. They keep arguing. I'm, I'm just waiting for one to propose to the other. Uh, anyway, Robert Patrick enters the room, and he declares that uh, I am Kogashuko, the ancient Japanese warlord, and my heart stopped. The f- <laughs> Fucking nerve <laughs> to have that come out of his bleach blonde fucking hair. As I, Koga, like, oh, cut, no, wow, we're all fired. Oh, Shit. man, do you think he uses wheezing or muck? Anyway, uh, so, <laughs> I, I don't, which is worse, uh, Robert Patrick with his vanilla ice hair saying, I am Koga Shuko, the ancient Japanese warlord, or that guy from Dragon Ball Z Evolution declaring that he is Goku. <laughs> Boy, it's a uh, real. That's a rarely ever. Six of one, half dozen of the other. There, Chris. <laughs> I think the Goku one's worse because it was like 15 years later. They're like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is fine, actually. Uh, this is 1994. Like the movie opens with just like all these monks getting murdered for their ancient Chinese medallion, and then taking the mask off. Like, it's I, a white woman. Thank you for your culture, idiots. <laughs> like, yeah, it checks out. <laughs> so a battle ensues. Uh, they use some like James Bond as quips on him, like. What a head case. Got him. <sighs> that is offensive to James Bond, even the Roger okay. Moore ones. They use some Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, quotes. Thank you. That is also offensive to no, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, it's not. Look, look, this movie has <laughs> movie has our good friend Robert Patrick saying the line, and I quote, because I wrote it down. <laughs> ah, Huey Lewis. Any news? <laughs> I... That was one. Is... Look. Fucking movie for kids. I have mentioned multiple times that I have not gotten sleep today. I had to rewind because, like, surely these two Japanese henchmen are not named Huey and Lewis. Sure enough. This is a real movie. Uh, So I think uh, one of these things is uh, that he can now... The Harry Potter phrase. I guess he could apparate or he could become a spirit creature or something like that and he can inhabit other people's bodies and control their their it's legs or something. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Our back-to-back rape movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, this all ends with Satori being burned alive. Uh, here's my question. Who the fuck was Satori? 
the movie never tells me who she was or what, what relationship she It's a great question, like, Chris. I, th- I think that was the nameless, faceless girlfriend that gets carried off in the video game. And then game, killed? Just, like, reading the context clues. <laughs> I, I never played it. Me neither. But, uh, anyway, she's... She gets violently killed. I don't know if she was their mom or their... I don't know what. (laughs) I thought she was one of their girlfriends, but I couldn't tell which one. I don't know. She kept talking about washing over them. Like, you look the same age. I don't know what the fuck is happening. But yeah, I wrote down like... Okay, so clearly she's not dead and then she'll show up later. Imagine my surprise (laughs) when this woman exists to be like... Will you boys quit fighting and then get murdered so they have something to fight for? It's a good thing that her, Very cool her fucking Zordon head shows up at the end. There's two women, her and then 90s Alyssa Milano, which made me feel things. Go through yeah, me things. too. That's, we all, something jumped in us. Was, it, was not prepared for that It's look. a real, real shame about the uh, the sex ban that she initiated. Anyway, well, um, you know, I mean, the sex embargo. I was, I was Some might say curve. that that ban was initiated the day I was born. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, um... It's funny because right after Satori gets immolated, it cuts. It, it's a hard cut immediately to some little boy playing a roller coaster game in VR, and I'm just like, why on earth would you cut to this? I was very confused at what was happening, but also was like, man, I kind of want to play that. game. That's the thing is, I know, right? It kind of looked like it was Superman sixty four, but in first person. Why would you want to play that? Uh, so Alyssa Milano apparently is moonlighting as a good gangster. I don't know. The Power Corps. What's stupid name? She is. Her dad is a cop and she secretly knew Angela's you know, anti No, she's that. <laughs> Shut up. You know, they're the real fascists. <laughs> you know, like, that's the thing about the, her dad is like. Every... Her and her gang of kids dressed like Caillou show up when the gangsters are there and throw and milkshakes at them. Caillou kids and literally just the cast of all that. It's <laughs> absurd. I've got 23 colors on. I think I'm the power cord, bitch. Anyway. Uh... Hey, giant ear of cord, why are you wearing the mask this peaceful protest, huh? Who's the real fascist? You know what's weird is, like, the girl's dad is always not a police officer. He's the chief of police, you know? He can never be, like, any, like, lower grunt or anything. Like, he can never be a traffic cop or a bicycle cop. He's always the chief of police or something. I... Well, the chief of police doesn't have to get his hands dirty, so you never have to worry about him blowing away a minority 20 minutes yeah. in the movie. Well, you never have to worry about the chief of police dying, like in Spider... Oh, well. Uh, uh. Alyssa Milano and her father, Dennis Leary. <laughs> oh my god, better movie. Better, better movie. movie. Well, anything would be better I... movie than this. You're not wrong. <laughs> so, uh, continuing my favorite sequel to The Warriors, uh, the brothers question mark have a fight and then they make up and then they're like let's just wander around aimlessly and think of something to do that they get confronted by more turd balls and another fight happens and the score burps at one point it goes and i'm like what the hell is that (laughs) i had to look away from ctr for a split (laughs) second then my favorite scene of the movie happens this fucking this is definitely a quote i wrote down they're like oh look out they look up on the top of the dam there's a mailman gangster, and he yells, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he yells special delivery, and he jumps off the dam and yells air mail, and he doesn't <laughs> die. <laughs> this guy should be dead. <laughs> it's easily my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> it is perplexing. <laughs> Someone came up with that joke. It was like, all right, how can we work how this How can in? I make a movie around like, this? <laughs> correct. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I got the mailman pun, and I've got the Chinese medallion. What do you guys have? 
I've got a white dude and uh, the Iron Chef. All right, sick. We dude, got I've it. got Robert so, Patrick and Alyssa Milano. All right, we see that giant rubber monster, and we're in. Oh, my God. Because oh. the horror that is giant hobo. So, the most upsetting thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, so let's talk about Fat Bastard. Uh, they... <laughs> They decide to recreate. First of all, the the strangest scene of the movie is just like, oh, we can remake you bigger, faster, stronger. Uh, it, it reminds me of the Goomba scene in the Super Mario Brothers movie, which again, I think they took it's their inspiration exactly from. Exactly that. Yeah, scene. he looks at the chair. <laughs> nothing happens yet, and he screams. I'm like, what? But he doesn't emote. His face yeah. is just blank. That's why the eyes. He just opens his mouth and goes, ah, <laughs> and then it cuts. Like there is no expression on his face. It is There's haunting. nothing behind those dead little eyes. <laughs> oh man, uh, no, he uh, he's not a very good actor. But he comes back apparently, and he I guess he gets crushed in the theater. But they save him, and Am- and Alyssa Milano, who let's all agree she plays the thought in this movie. Uh, she feeds him spinach wow, Chris has been to torture him. God, uh, spinach is delicious the fuck is your problem he, well i mean if we, chris if you were a fan of jordan peterson you would know that if you consume anything but meat it is basically poison well body. you could be incapacitated I, for up to three i'll, I'll leave the jordan peterson <laughs> fandom to you the expert uh you know wait if you watch any popeye you know that eating spinach makes you stronger she's just going to make it break these chains so we are being we are underselling how ghoulish this story is. <laughs> like, we mentioned it's Big Trouble. It is the scene in Big Trouble Over China where that dude's head explodes, except his whole body, for yeah. like an hour of this movie. Yeah, it's, what is going on with the neck? What is the neck thing? It is not for children. No child should ever see this. this it's like, uh, that's the thing. It's, it's not just that it's big and fat and all over the place. They sprayed glycerin on it, like that 12-year-old girl's chest in Transformers 5. I think it's the same thing. You saw it as the fucking monster from From Beyond. It's a fucking Lovecraftian nightmare. It's is this what they so did to Barry Bonds? <laughs> <laughs> they got deer antler spray on him. Ray Lewis hooked him up. So, uh. <laughs> antler spray and spinach. <laughs> Can you imagine being the actor that had to go through all this? Just sweating, your, like, out of your, like, bones as you're in there. Wait, Alex, do you sweat through your bones? Uh, not through your bones themselves, but uh, sweat can permeate in between microbones and give the illusion of bone sweat. <laughs> Thank you. Glad we cleaned that up. <laughs> Anytime. Okay. That's what I'm here for. So, anyways, after bopping her a bobo, <laughs> a little kid should not be bopping his abobo all day. Correct. Uh, let's... we talk about the scene where, like, an hour in this movie, we're like, huh, what are our heroes are doing? And then we just cut to the Mad Max thing where the dude from the hills have eyes is just <laughs> giving a speech to people. <laughs> it is this movie's so fucking weird. It's I did like, a triple take looking at the designs of the tattoos on his forehead because like are those swastikas? It's like what does this mean something? And then Robert Patrick shows up, looks at this monster, and goes, "Actually, I'm in charge." And then just turns into the Babadook and chokes him. It's, <laughs> This is so fucking weird. How do you take a side-scrolling beat em up that's like eight levels and be like, alright, well, he turns into a shadow monster that strangles that thing. <laughs> Story by Paul Dini. Chris, your thoughts. Explain this. Wait, that can't be real. Uh, actually, 
Uh, sidebar. Uh, I I did rewatch uh, Police Squad. Here's here's something for you. A couple episodes directed by Joe Dante. So oh, yeah, put that on the old back catalog. All right, next week we're just gonna watch Gremlins. <laughs> we really should rewatch it. That's a good movie. Gremlins two though. Anyway, yeah, correct. Uh, back hot pop quiz. If Roger Ebert's so smart, why do you give Gremlins two only two and a half stars? He's not smart. He's dead. Anyway, canceled. Yeah, uh, it's true. Those things. This is what you get. This is what you get when you say that video games aren't art. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> canceled by God. <laughs> How about you play Halo two, nerd? Anyway, uh, so. There's a couple scenes where you, me, and everyone else who's ever seen this completely Different. lost interest because whatever there's that fucking scene where they're, they're like a cold storage locker or something like that they have to fight some demon or something what the hell was I looking at there dude I had no idea what well, was well you read my mind because that's the exact point my notes stopped for this movie yeah. <laughs> I was like yeah I'm good I wasn't quite I'll, sure I'll, what just, happened. I'll just watch along. I'll figure Look, it out. My last note on this twice. movie, which comes at roughly this time, is... Man, this video game must be lit. <laughs> it's not. They end up destroying their own video game. Actually, my, my last note is... That dude just get bear-hugged to sleep, and then that's... <laughs> oh, I don't worry. Because <laughs> when they get split up, he just gets hugged. And then and then he's okay. Oh. Okay, we will do the heavy lifting for you. So they beat up at Chuck E. Cheese, and they're uh, with all the rest of the power core, who, as it turns out, are all children. So, uh, what the fuck? These are the kids who are supposed to be cleaning up the streets? Really? The power is all handed to the kids? You sit down... The, the fucking Burger King Kids Club. <laughs> you sit down, little Jimothy, to go fight out the Crips and the Bloods. That's not going to work out for you. That kid's going to be fucking dead. So, thanks for nothing, movie. You gave it a bad image to kids. Speaking of bad images for kids. You have literal just Mad Max monsters and then some 13-year-old in overalls like, I'm going to make a difference. Like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting eaten. It's, it's a choice. So, also, I don't know if this movie is PG or PG-13. Alex, you're one of the ones who often brings up who is this movie made for. Certainly not fans of the video game, I'll tell you that. But there's also that scene where the camera focuses very lovingly on Alyssa Milano's hindquarters and the boys fight for the opportunity to smell her farts in the tunnel what the what's I, amongst us I, like I, so you asked if this was if you didn't you said you didn't know if this was PG or PG-13 and like looking over like like I think both answers would have surprised me but I think I am slightly more surprised to find out it's PG-13 because that really begs the question who this is for because this, like, this whole, the aesthetic of this movie and everything, it's just, it feels like it's for eight-year-olds. Like, the entire thing looks like that Backstreet Boys video, but, like, plot, like, I don't know how anybody could follow First this, all, like, under the age of If 30. you want to make this for, like, teenagers, you gotta have more swears. Alyssa, I'm sorry, there's gotta be more cleave. Uh... This is just... You gotta have more, like, action that involves actually kicking someone in the face. Not, like, throwing marbles and someone, like, and trips on it. Like, I feel like I should have been watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Home Alone. Because that's what this movie feels Ever. like. How do this movie and Jurassic World have the same that's a good. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> Every action scene looks like it's in slow-mo. It looks like they're going through the rehearsal of, like... All right, I'll kick, and then you'll sweep there. Oh, shit. What do you mean, cut? <laughs> I guess we're done. Sick. I, I It looks terrible. I can feel like they were going to get, like, one of those super soakers, but, like, fill it up with, like, mustard and ketchup like it was Good Burger. Oh, my God. Uh, 
I hate that I can see it so vividly yeah. in my mind, but also yes. Because that's what the movie. climax feels like, and then Robert Patrick's soul inhabits. He looks like he runs Mondo Burger. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. That hair. So then Robert Patrick messes with Kurt, and he goes in the yeah. grinder. <laughs> now this medallion is, is a real medallion or a metaphor? This of fucking some medallion sort? gets. It doesn't get used until the end. It turns them into, I guess, two ninjas or something. Assholes. <laughs> it turns them into assholes. Yes, it does. It turns them. Into, they, this it does have a, I guess, a decent reaction where uh, Robert Patrick zooms in and he's he looks at the screen and says, "PG thirteen, here we come." Oh shit! Uh, and they're like, "You said it!" And uh, they become the Wonder Twins, and uh, they beat him up and they inhabit his body. They make him donate a billion dollars or something to the police department. <laughs> then they leave and he gets arrested, which is really really stupid but he does say i i think kind of a funny ending line where he's like you think i'm bad wait till you see my lawyers <laughs> what is it not a sequel to you <laughs> wait till triple dragon double dragon triple two dragon. quadruple dragon <laughs> the courtroom drama man this I'm trying to think of like all the movies like you were talking about Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. Like this has to be rock bottom, right? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of tough. I it mean, was like fun at first, but I was I paused it at one point. I saw it was only an hour in. I was like, oh, what the fuck? I thought I was. Done. See, that's the thing is, I kind of like uh, those like the really really stupid early 90s kind of post-apocalyptic movies the the real runoff uh the last uh courts of the runoff of mad max movies and this is one of them and i'm not saying i like this movie because i don't this movie sucks ass but there are little things i like about it. again that mailman thing that cracks me up every single time i say it's special delivery ah! <laughs> He doesn't even hit anybody. <laughs> he just throws them off. He just falls in the mud. <laughs> it's such a pointless scene. This fucking Chris Farley character just ass and falling in the dirt, and then he's never seen again. <laughs> I love that scene. I'm sorry. Also, Andy Dick is in this movie, which kind of cancels it out. But like Jesus, <laughs> boy, you want to talk about me? I was texting you like, "Hey, something came up, guys. Maybe next week." <laughs> It's yeah. <laughs> sorry. It's it's very bizarre, and the, the thing that gets me about it is it's really not quite the worst uh, video game movie of all time. I, I think it's certainly worse than Super Mario Brothers. Somehow, uh, obviously worse than Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. <sighs> Barely worse than Doom. Doom sucks. Uh, but like the Uwe Bowl movies, like think about those. I mean, those are those are not movies. Like, like think about that. Alone in the Dark. That that's unwatchable. And fucking whatever the other one is that that female vampire movie. Blood, uh, blood rain. Blood you rain. say blood, blood rain, rain as if blood there's rain. not like three sequels. Oh, see all oh, that. Yeah. See all that shit. That that can barely. Or yeah. oh yeah, or, like or those are those have you seen? Like this. I'm talking oh, about legal. real movies, not like barely legal tax yeah, fraud. Yeah, I mean, still allegedly. though, when when we talk about the worst comic book movies of all time, I'm still going to include Steel. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I. But I mean, Alone in the Dark, that came out in like four theaters and everyone went, yeah. oh, okay, fuck this guy. So when I talk about like the worst movies I've seen, I don't really know that I put Double Dragon on there just because there are little elements I like. Alyssa Milano is, I hate to say it, in the slideshow in this movie. Julia Nix is in it. Again, Robert Patrick's hair, a lot of fun to look at. And uh, just get back to the mailman thing. Maybe we'll just open and close the episode with that. Uh, any final thoughts on Double Dragon? No. I mean, 
it sucks, but it shows up on like every worst movie list. Really? So I'm glad I could just knock it out, and I'll never have to think about yeah. it again. Uh, I have seen Turbo. I'd never seen this. I probably would have picked Turbo had I known better. But such is life. Turbo does have a really funny puppet to laugh at, whereas this has a nightmare monstrosity. You gamble and you lose, but that's speaking life. of. I thought it was speaking of. Uh, actually, wait, wait, wait. We have to. I just want to mention one thing about the ending. I really liked how they they got into like that little Ecto One DeLorean uh, at the end. And they just scream for no reason because I think that's like the message of the movie. Because that's when they realize that's not Boa Bobo who's driving. That's Bigfoot. <laughs> I forgot to do one for the last episode. I'll make one up. Suburban the Bobo. <laughs> the ending of that movie is fucking perplexing. <laughs> they get in the car like, oh, thank God my dipshit brother's gone so we can bang with this monster in the front yeah. seat. Hey guys, what's going on? I've been in the trunk the then whole they time. Just yell for no that's reason. That's where I go. And then Might they yell. blast yeah. off into the sky like Blades of Glory. <laughs> and that movie sucks, but it's also really good. <laughs> yeah. movie. See where he just crossbows that mascot makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> Don't make me kill her. <laughs> He's real good. Did Maybe say, Will Ferrell was Did, did, they, did he say like his whalebone hairbrush was aerodynamic? <laughs> <laughs> the night's a dark time for me. It's dark forever. <laughs> <laughs> That movie's pretty good. Also, Jenna Fisher in that movie. The reveal of his the flying lotus beheading someone <laughs> is incredibly good. That movie's like a solid B minus. Absolutely. All right, game of games. Well then, let's go ahead and uh, pull up this here little schedule. Uh-oh. Uh Now, as you guys know, um. Much like the Constitution, the Game of Games is a living document. There may have been some plans early on, taking some different directions, take some twists and turns, but uh, we all end up in a place where everybody has to be miserable. So, correct. Just look into these scores here. Uh, Football Chris fucking in, sucks. We should probably stop doing this. But also, Chris came in with a strong five and three this week. Parker edged him out at six and three. At, uh, oh, it appears I also edged him out. At Big six fan of edging. So, I, yeah, I would hope so. So, Parker, is there anything in particular you want Chris to watch, um, or should we try to come to some sort of group decision, or you want me to just take it? I mean, if you have something in mind, I have like a small list. But if you have something diabolical in mind, I, I don't know. I don't know how diabolical it would be to have uh, have Chris visited by uh, a being from outer space. And also Moriarty. <laughs> Parker, could you? Uh, could you? <laughs> it's up to Parker. Like he's at. <laughs> oh man. Oh jeez. How do we want to do this? <laughs> no, I'll be nice. We will put that one on the back burner. He's already you watched. Know, you know what? You know what? You pick because he made you watch Super Beast. Oh no! Correct. You have to remind him. Boy, so Moriarty, huh? He's a pretty famous villain. <laughs> Chris, do you plan on getting drunk this week? Not really. Oh. <laughs> Can he make an exception for sure? <laughs> Can he have some drinks and then wa- and then watch Return of the Living Dead and report okay. back to me? Because that movie is aggressively. Tell 80s. you what, um, I, I I'm gonna do a little something special for for you. 
for everybody, for you guys and for our listeners. Uh, the game of games is obviously, notably, a lot slower than it was last season, mercifully. So uh, I'm gonna give it time. Since buddy. you guys give it time, since you guys uh, doubled up to beat down on me, I will allow Alex to also sign me any movie he wants, even Space Baby Geniuses. <laughs> the Space Baby. <laughs> Let me get back to you on that at the end of this, because you also need to pick another team to add to your Danny roster. Danny Destiny, here we go, picking the Giants. You take the Giants? To. I have okay. no choice. <laughs> I, live, I live week to week here. <laughs> Chris lives his life a quarter exactly. all the time. You, you know, know what, fuck it, I didn't have a backup. Just watch the space, baby. It's Damn it. <laughs> I guess you will be getting drunk this week, Chris. <laughs> Oh darn, the only time I have to watch this is the time that everyone's coming over. Hey guys, you wanna watch this, uh, this sick no, movie? Th- Wouldn't it be really funny if we watch this? Oh man, I can't believe they made so many of these. I should hit play, like, ironically. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> no, we should, like, watch this. Really Wouldn't it be funny, funny if we watch this whole thing? we watch this. <laughs> Dude, John Boyson, we should watch this. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well. At the end of week three, all of us have taken the crank once. All of us had added on another team. And that's perfect, because we're moving into phase two of the game of games. Sort of what? <laughs> Tune in next week and find out. <laughs> Fuck me! Wait, wait, you're not going to be here next week. Won't he? <laughs> you can, you can... <laughs> Tune in next week and find out, Chris. <laughs> you can, uh, uh, Alex, if you if it makes you feel more comfortable, you can, uh, you can text us. Alright, Chris, I'll wrap it over. So I have a tape recorder here. I have instructions <laughs> to play this into the microphone. Buddy, I already have something oh my in mind. <laughs> What's up, bitch? Imagine like here. Space Ghost where that little TV just wheels down. <laughs> yeah, that's it's exactly just... what I was picturing. Just the TV pops out of the ceiling with my dumb fucking face on it. <laughs> no, don't worry. You guys will uh, we'll have something to work with next week. I will find time to throw a little something together and send it to you guys. So. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, no, buddy. When a you space will. baby crash lands on Earth, the baby squad must race against time to stop an evil villain from taking over the universe. You guys think uh, you guys think Big Baby's going to be in this one, too? I'm going sp- <laughs> to spoil it. <laughs> Wait, this movie's not rated? Holy shit, I'm gonna see some boobs in it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd be hella breastfeeding in this movie, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, wouldn't you know, it's got John Floyd. Who could have guessed? <laughs> I told you he's in all of them, dude. And that's the tea, sis. Okay.